We are here. I got my man, uh, Mr. William Graves, on the line with us. We just kind of went in on the uh, NCAA uh, playoff committee for a little bit. And uh, yeah, now we finna talk some NFL. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. When we get into this NFL, man, uh, you're gonna get my opinion on uh, you know, we're gonna get my opinion on these playoff games because some of them to me was just uh, if I was a fan of some of these teams, I'd be embarrassed uh, of what I saw on the field. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the NFL need to really, really, really uh, look into uh, uh, reseeding for the playoffs and uh, go off of best record, even if you won your division. It's going, it's going to sting a little bit because my team just went, went through this and we got a home game. But we had the worst record out of all the playoff teams. And I think we need to reseed once we get the teams all the teams that clinched. We do a we do a reseeding and we, we give teams home games based on record. So Well, okay, but but now if you if you do that, then there's really no incentive to win your conference championship. You right. Or, uh, you right, but here's so, the here's the incentive because you want to be you want to win your conference. Uh, but I, I get you, William. I get you. I get that point, and uh, you know, but but you got a team. You know, and this is this is wasn't the uh, you know buck situation. But let's let's just say you have a eleven or twelve win team, right? This is never mm-hmm. happen. This may not happen. You might get an eleven win team that don't win a division with seventeen games now. Very possible you can have a 12, 12 win team. Um. That win one wins your division, and well, a twelve-win team that don't win the division, and then you got a nine-win team that won a division you matched up with in the first round. Mm-hmm. Technically, the 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 twelve-win team probably should have the home game. They probably should have had a home game. They got the best record. Yeah, they didn't win a division. But once you establish, once you establish that uh we going with the best best record for to to, to decide the wild card game, nobody's not going to not going to complain about you know not winning the division. Now that's only going to happen that's only gonna happen. Um, let me look at this real quick. 
So we got the playoff playoffs here, and the the A the A AFC was a little bit different. Uh, you had Baltimore at thirteen wins, Buffalo eleven, Kansas City eleven, Houston was a wild card. Um, ten they didn't know Houston wasn't a wild card. They was the division winner. You had the Browns at eleven wins, Miami at eleven wins, Pittsburgh at ten wins. They were the two. Pittsburgh and Houston was the wild card, and then you had all the division, division winners. Obviously, uh, Houston won the division, but because uh, Baltimore and Buffalo and Kansas City had uh, better records, they they got the home game, and the Texans was the wild card with the home game. They played. Was it Cleveland? Right? Was it Cleveland? Yeah, I think it was Cleveland. Houston played, and Cleveland had eleven wins. So, I mean, it 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 is it is you know I'm not saying the system is broken, but uh, in some situations, you know I think it should be. It, it like the situations don't happen a lot, but when they do. I think the the team with the best record should uh should be there. You know what I'm saying? They they should have a home game. You look at the NFC, you had Dallas Cowboys, San Fran, and Detroit twelve wins. Uh, Philadelphia ten uh the eleven wins. Rams had ten wins. Bucks had nine wins. And um, you know we got the home game. Obviously, first. Okay, so I'm missing something here. Let me let me backtrack. First two I always get the uh first round. Well, now it's the because they added the seventh wild card. Now it's just one team with a bye. The first team gets the bye, everybody else plays. So um Rams went to Detroit. Green Bay went to Dallas. Which everything was right in that. The best teams had the home records. I mean, the home games. And then Tampa got the, uh, you know, home game against Philadelphia, division winner, Philadelphia, you know, second place. So, um, but. Debo, I'll be right back. Yeah, okay. But, um, but, um, yeah, so. Uh, I just think, you know, sometimes uh, if you want to acknowledge, if you want to put together the right, you know, the right playoff format, then the team with the best records should have the home games. So that would automatically exclude that four seed, that fourth through four, fifth, six, seven seed would be a little jumbled because – the first two seeds are already going to have the best record. You're not going to have a seven seed that's got 12 wins. You know, you're not going to have that. You probably won't have a six seed, um, you know, that's got 12 wins. I mean, the Rams had 10 wins, but um, you could possibly get a fourth seed with less wins than the, you know, six seed or fifth seed. 
or seven seed like you know we had this year with the Bucks, who uh, them and Green Bay had similar, rec- you know, the same record. But um, <clears throat> you know, getting into these games, getting into these games uh, this past weekend, it was a wild card. Uh, Wild card weekend, and um, as I said, you know some of the scores for a playoff game, and I, I, you know, I understand the weather plays a part, you know, but again, both teams are playing. It's not like one team is playing in cold weather and the other team is not. Uh, both teams are playing. You know, both teams are paying. And uh, both teams was playing in the snow, in the cold. So, yeah, one team is, one team plays, lives up there and that. Nobody's used to playing in that type of weather because you don't play in that type of weather. Uh, on a consistent basis, to say, well, that that team, <clears throat> that team is used to it, and this team isn't. Um, not not really, man. You, I mean, Kansas City was like minus twenty two, something like that, some crazy stat, and um, you know, some uh, of those. All right, I'm back. What I missed? Uh nothing. I'm I'm just I'm just blab- you know blabbling alone about. The uh the temperatures and the first week of the uh, playoffs, man. And, and okay, uh, so so let let's ha- let's have a conversation about this. Okay, and I mean a real meaningful conversation. The these owners are spending billions of dollars. Man, you all can put a retractable roof up on these stadiums. No, nah, man. They can, they can, but uh, it's the elements, baby. It's it's the elements. Like this is Jan, this is January football. Outdoors in the cold is nothing new. We got you know the historical art oh. archives, frozen tundra. That's why they, that's why it's got that name, frozen tundra. In, in in January, playoff football, baby. Playoff oh, okay. football. But there there also comes a time, Debo, when when you when when you when you got when you got to kind of look at at common sense. And common sense tells you that when it's negative twenty degrees outside, you ain't out there playing no football. Well. You 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 realize you you talking to somebody that asked you to play it and like I wasn't negative twenty two. I wasn't I wasn't negative twenty two. Uh but I was probably now nah, it was negative twenty two. Was it negative twenty two wind chill or was it negative twenty two? I think the wind chill was negative. It was it was it was negative twenty two with the wind chill. Okay, 
So it was really probably like negative. I think it was they said it, the the real temperature was negative six or something like that. Now I've been yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I, I played in negative. Well, not negative, but it was probably about twenty twenty five degrees. Okay, uh, Debo, look, <laughs> twenty twenty twenty. But no, no, hold on, hold on, because look. I mean, that's the difference. I, Twenty I, degrees I, I, is I a play, big difference, I played, bro. I played <laughs> in the exact same. I played in the exact same weather. Okay, and all that. There is a huge. Oh, difference. I, hey, listen, I know, bro. Uh, I know it's huge a huge. I know it's a big difference. In what? In twenty-five and negative and negative twenty-two. <laughs> no, no, D, no, no, D, D, hey, no. That's no, a forty no, degrees no. difference. <laughs> No, no, no. See, Debo, no. you you not already lost this argument. No, no, I haven't, so, man. I'm uh, not... take 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 your take your L, Debo. <laughs> take that L. Take I'm, that L. I'm trying to make you, my you, point, you're not, man. You're not gonna win. I'm trying to make my no, point. No. I, I wasn't finished. I wasn't finished. I wasn't finished, man. Okay, so my point is, all right, for both teams, they're not they're not used to this. I don't care if you live in that weather. You're not playing football in that weather. So both teams are dealing with the same, you know, the same elements. So my point was, uh, you know, I'm not going to necessarily make the excuse of, well, let me take this back. Let me take this back. Mm -hmm. Miami uh, to Kansas City. That's that's the difference. Here's here's the real reason why Miami lost this game. And nobody's – I haven't heard too many people make this point because everybody's just been talking about, you know, the, how cold it is and on the defensive end, you know, you don't want to hit anybody because, hey, Kansas City, Kansas City going through the same thing. When they, when they make a tackle, they feeling the same thing that Miami feeling. The difference was Kansas City is is more designed to be successful when they can't throw the ball. Miami is not. When it's that cold, when it's that cold and you're playing on natural natural grass, the, the field is is wet, is slippery. And in some spots, they said it was it was iced over in the end zone, and yep. they had a whole they had a whole heating system that's under the field that you know helped keep the field warm. So when you're in that type of weather, those elements and you and your team is all about speed. Your offense is all about speed. You don't play with any any power. You don't run the football like that. You neutralize. The best asset that Miami had, which is their speed. Tyreek Hill couldn't get off the line. You could jam them boys off the line now because when you jam them off the line, they lose their footing. They they they're they're a couple steps slower in the snow. I mean in the uh freezing temperatures like that than they are in warmer climates. So the reason Miami was ineffective. And they couldn't do 
what they wanted to was because they weren't equipped to to play off football in January. And, and when you have to go up north, their team ain't built like that. And, you know, that's why they lost. I mean, I, I you know, I watched the game. I watched the game, and, and you could tell they didn't want to tackle. I, I sat there and watched uh, Jalen Ramsey about three or four different times because uh, um, Kansas City was pounding the rock. And I watched about three or, three or four times where um, Pacheo was, was running the ball and he came towards um, uh, Ramsey Way. And Ramsey just sat there act like he was being blocked to avoid going in and make the make the tackle. He did that about three, three or four times. And every time I saw it, I say, he don't want to be there. He don't want to be. You don't want to, you don't want to be on that field. You're not sticking your your neck and your your head in there and making that tackle. You're not putting no pass on somebody. It, it, I mean it, it hurt when you hit somebody in 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 that type mm-hmm. of temperatures. Oh it it hurt. It hurt. That's why, you know, you got to have dogs. You got to have that dog mentality. Your teams, you got to be willing to 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 change your game up based on, you know, how you, uh, you know, how you play when you get in those situations. Kansas City was able to do that. They weren't that explosive in the passing game. They made the plays they should have made, and they just methodically kept the ball moving. But they was able to run the ball. They established the run. They was able to run the ball, and and that made a difference because Miami weren't they weren't able to run the ball on Kansas City defense. And Tua had no answer. Tua didn't know what he had no answer. So you know Miami Miami was done. They were they was done. They didn't they they looked like they didn't want to be out there. That's what it, that's what it looked like to me. In tour, uh, listen, Miami. I think this is tour fifth year. Uh, yeah, something like that. Y'all might want to, you know, start looking for another quarterback. I don't think tour is that, you know, franchise guy. He's he's put up some numbers. Oh, oh no, no, oh, hold, hold no. on, hold what on. What I'm saying is, no, 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 man. no. Hey, listen, see, listen, see. William. See. I'm, I'm, they, finna, they, I'm finna talk to you. I'm finna talk to you about Tua. Uh, from what I have observed through man. the through the years, all right. My cousin, my cousin, is a diehard Dolphins fan. So, and he say the same thing every year. Every year when we get in the playoffs, oh, I mean when they get in the playoffs and they play against. You know, tougher teams, top defenses, Tua tends to struggle a little bit. Um, he, we all know he doesn't have a strong arm. He doesn't have a strong arm. And, um, you know, obviously in the Kansas City game, it showed he, he couldn't get his throws off. You know, it's, it's hard to grip the ball in the snow. But what my point is um, – 
Tua's a good quarterback. Tua's a good quarterback. He's a he's a good quarterback. But Tua just became what he is when Tyreek Hill showed up. See, if you watch Miami play, they rack up yards like like no tomorrow. But if you watch Miami play and you see the 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 type of plays they're running, these guys are catching you know five yard hooks, uh, bubble screens, and taking them to the house, or or, or picking up 20, 30, 40 yards off bubble screens because they're just that fast. Man, it's, it's man, look, yeah, but but Depot, as long as they score on points, does it really matter no, how they score those points? It doesn't matter how they're scoring that points. But when when that get when that is taken away, what else do you have? And that's what I'm saying. That's what that's what happened in my in, in uh, Kansas City. That part of their oh, game. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, no. See, see. Oh, I, I'll let you finish because I I saw something different, and and uh, and I'll I'll I'll. I'll get into that when you get done. Well, please continue. Yeah, well, um, what I'm saying is that part of their game was taken away by the elements. And then they had to go to doing other stuff that they hadn't been doing a whole lot of this season, and that's throwing into coverage to get your big plays. That's all I'm saying. His, uh, you know, his arm, and this is why Buffalo – We'll get into Buffalo as well. But this is why Buffalo went and they drafted Josh Allen when everybody thought they was going to take somebody else because the Bills factored in cold weather. And they factored in of having a quarterback being able to throw in cold weather and having a strong arm to be able to throw in the wind because it gets windy in that stadium. They made that decision. That was part of the criteria that they was looking for when they drafted Josh Allen. And you you watch Josh Allen throw the ball, it doesn't matter if it's windy or if it's calm. That ball comes out of his hands the same way. And he, he, he throws He's, he's got a gun. The man can throw. Flat out throw the football. My point is with Tua is he doesn't have that ability. So Miami game is a little different. Uh, Tua still has to make the reads. He still has to make the throws. But when the elements change, how you can attack, can you adjust? And they didn't do, they didn't do a good job adjusting. And you know, I watched quite a few Dolphins, Dolphins games. You know, and anytime they're playing in, you know, uh, those type of games where the elements are, are a factor, you know, Tua struggles a little bit. Now, will they will they resign him and give him a, a contract? Probably so, because they're in that, they're in that position where you either you either resign Tua or you're going to be in trouble because you're not in position to draft the quarterback. No, 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 so uh, no you're really not. They're, they're um, you know, they have to stay, you know, with Tua. I'm not saying 
you know, Miami get rid of Tua. But what I'm saying is uh, he's limited when some other, some of these other quarterbacks are not because he doesn't have – he doesn't have – it's – he doesn't have an arm strength, and it's how Miami has been running their offense all season. So go ahead. Uh, William, you still there, brother? I think we lost him, so I'll just keep uh. Uh, he might have us on mute, but I'll, I'll just keep talking until he until uh, he comes back. But that that is my point I'm making about uh, Tua in the uh, Kansas City game. That um, obviously, you know, Kansas City did a, a great job on defense. Uh, you know, just putting pressure on them, getting them off his spot. Uh, you know, making them uncomfortable to where. He had some of those erratic throws uh, and such. But, um, you know, it's always next next time, right? I mean, they're, they're a good team. They're young. And they have that ability to get back to that point again uh, in the next, you know, few years. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. You know how they do if they make any uh, offensive uh, adjustments or anything like that. But I, I expect Tua to be back. I think they, this was his fifth year, or maybe they picking up his fifth year option. But I think this is his fifth fifth year. And I don't think he's still. Let me let me check the app. See if he's uh. He might have got dropped out. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't see anything here. So, I got a lot of stuff here. I gotta read, but I wait for him to come back on. So, yeah. So that's that's my point with the uh, with the dot Miami Kansas City game. Uh, was it 26-7 uh, blowout? Uh, never thought Miami, you know, had a chance in that game to uh, do anything, you know, come back. I think, you know, the elements just neutralize. It just neutralized them. Yeah, it just, it just neutralized them to the point where, you can't you can't do anything. So at that point, you just gotta you know fill it out. But um, next game, I want to get into on that schedule, and this is the the Saturday slate of games. So we'll just stay on Saturday. Is the uh, Cleveland uh, Houston uh, game where Cleveland came into Houston and Houston. You know, they just did what they've been doing all year long. But they, they amped it up a little bit, 45-14 over, over Cleveland. And, you know, everything went right. Um, 
you know, for them, everything went right. So. We'll see. Let's see if he's still there, will you? He's, are you still there or you you got dropped, man? We need to know something, huh? We need to know something. But, yeah, so uh, Houston came in. They took care of business. Uh, we've been watching Houston, you know, all season. And they got a great team. Um, they were, they're well coached. Hold on, let me see. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So you know they they came in, uh, good game plan. Cleveland came in. You know they've been playing good ball. They on a what is it four? I think four string. Uh, QB, and well, they made it made it happen. You know, um, you know, a good season for Cleveland, but you just kind of ran into the buzzsaw. You know, you know, coming up, you just ran into a buzzsaw, and uh, you know, ain't nothing you could do uh, with that. Sometimes you know the better team just just a better team. Yeah, so um Hey, sir sorry about oh, there that he is. people I had to take care of something. There he is. <laughs> yeah, sorry sorry about that. I had to take care of something. All right. So you go ahead, man. I I was just rambling on uh, no, no, you're, you're back, good. So, so, so th- this is what I this is what I saw in that Miami game. See, so I saw two things. Okay, the first thing I saw is I is I saw a defense that really wasn't they 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 weren't like the defense that we've seen all year. And and I know I know that there was a lot of people out. Um on the defensive side of the ball. But that next that next man, man up mentality, I mean it's on the offensive side of the ball, but it's not on the defensive side of the ball. Uh here's the other thing. The the play calling. Um man, look. The play, the players are only doing what what the coaches are calling. And what and and that and that play calling by that offensive coordinator for Miami, uh, questionable. So, you know, uh, so I mean, look, I'm not I'm not trying to say it's all on the coordinators or whatever, but I, I saw I saw a lot of miscues in that game that we that I didn't see at the beginning of the year. When uh, when they were beating people seventy to nothing, or seventy to three, whatever it was. So, um, now now you now you you want now you was talking about uh, two and if, and if they should recite them or not. Okay, the, let let me ask you, 
Let me answer your question with a question. All right? If you do not sign Tua, okay, you're you're the general manager of the Dolphins. You don't sign Tua. Who are you going after? Yeah. I I mean, I I mean let, let let's call it for what it is, Debo. Okay, I'm not saying that you that you only sign Tua because um uh because he he's the only option you have but he's the best option you have because who who are who are you gonna go after? What, you gonna try to trade trade for Justin Fields there in uh yeah. Chicago? Mm, no. No, you're not doing that. I don't think uh, so. I don't even think Chicago you, uh, is gonna let up Justin Fields. What what you you gonna wait till the off season to go and uh and go after Baker Mayfield? I mean that wouldn't be a, that wouldn't be a bad option, but Tua is every bit as good as Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So what? So 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 you're trading one quarterback for another? That that is similar in everything. I mean, so what? You you gonna draft a quarterback? Who who are you gonna draft? And now and now when you draft that quarterback, now now you have to spend time getting this quarterback up to speed with your offense. So, you know, we 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 raised the question about Tua. And everything, but Tua has done just fine. And, and I and I told you, and I told you guys at the beginning of this year that as long as Tua stayed healthy, they Miami was going to be a problem, and they were. They just drew an unlucky. They just drew an unlucky straw by having to go to Kansas City and play. Because I'll tell you this. They uh they draw they draw uh they draw they go up to Pittsburgh to play or uh or I'm sorry, who who did uh who did Pittsburgh lose to? Was it the Ravens? Uh just recently? Uh yeah. Phil- uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. No, it wasn't Baltimore. Um Where they at? I'm looking at the games, right? Pittsburgh. Bro, who did they just play? Pits, oh, Buffalo, Buffalo. Okay, so okay, maybe not, maybe not much of a difference in everything like that because Buffalo was every bit as cold as Kansas City. But what I'm saying is, is that it might have been a little bit different of a game. Okay, like I said. You, and and I understand you can't take in I, I you can't take in the weather for for everything, but man that man look that that's that that temperature that that's a large drop off. And really and honestly, I'm not entirely sure health wise that they should have been out there playing it. 
because man, you you start talking about hypothermia and stuff like that, man, bro. That hypothermia is nothing to be messing around with. No, in, in them type of elements, you know that that can that can come upon you quite fast. Yes, yes, it can. But I, I want to move to another playoff game. Yep. The Texans and the Browns. Man, Debo. Yeah. I was wrong. I was wrong about a couple of things. First thing I was wrong about was saying that C.J. Stroud was not going to be a franchise quarterback. I was wrong. Number two, I was wrong by saying that Bryce Young was the best quarterback in the draft. He, 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 he's not. Uh, I don't know if he rebounds under a new coaching uh, regime or not, but, man, like, seriously, shout out to C.J. Stroud. This rookie, first year, gets into the playoffs, and he beats a, a pretty okay Browns team. Damn, man. And he didn't duck away either. That man stood there in the pocket and made those throws. Uh, look, as of right now, I, I'm going to have to say that I was wrong about about uh, C.J. Stroud. Uh on all on all accounts, that uh, he he showed me something this year, and he showed me something in that playoff game. Yeah, but no, I hear you. I hear your point, man. I'm not going to disagree uh, with what you're saying. So. Moving right along to another playoff game. You know what playoff game that is, Steve? Who's that? Hey, uh, first, Steve, uh, do 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 you have your oven on? Uh, no. Your oven ain't on, Debo? Man. Because, Debo, do you know what time it is, Debo? Oh, man. You know what? Let me let me uh, put my earplugs in real quick. <laughs> Debo. Oh, boy. You know what time it is, Debo? Yeah, it is it's 10 11. It's time to fake, Debo. <laughs> hey, you know what's it's funny? It's time to bake. Hey, when you saying that right now, I can see that smile, smile on your face. I can hear it. In, <laughs> I can hear. I can hear it in your in your speech. You grinning from ear to ear. Just you couldn't wait. You oh couldn't man, wait. <laughs> Devo. No, 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 man. 
what I have been saying about Baker Mayfield. It still stands true that if we were going to have any shot at this with Baker Mayfield as our starter, we were going to need to see that Baker Mayfield that came right out of the draft and and sat there and put those numbers up. And here's the thing. Debo, let's let let all, all joking aside, let, let's talk about this game because I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia, but bro, what what I saw out of that playoff game, Tebow, that Philly team is not playing like the Philly team at the start of this year. That that uh, man to me, that that was sloppy play. I I have a really good friend. Who you who you talking has, about? The uh, Eagles. Yes, bro. I I was saying the same thing, watching that game. That this game is this you know, the Eagles. I don't know how they won ten games. No, and, but, and, and you know, and I and. Oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I, I, you know, I was going to say, man, I don't know. I don't know how they won 10 games because what I saw on that field looked like we was playing against somebody in the preseason. They weren't tackling. Man. They weren't tackling. Yes. They weren't doing anything that a playoff man. football team should be doing. That's why I was like, you know, I'm, hey, we won the game. I'm glad. But – there's going to be a night and day difference when we'll get into the match of this weekend here in a little bit. Yeah, but I just yeah, want to make yeah. this point to run off of what you was talking about, about the Eagles' sloppy play. As a Bucks fan that watched this team all season, I'm already going into the Detroit game knowing we finna, we finna be under pressure. Knowing oh, that oh, for sure, for sure. it's finna be difficult. I mean that that you, hey in the preseason in the preseason when we did our picks I I can't remember but I think I had Detroit in the NFC Championship Oh or or man, I know I, I had them in I the don't playoffs remember, I don't I don't remember if it was NFC Championship but I but I think we all picked Detroit to win the North. Yeah, we did. We because, all picked Detroit because, to win the North. Be, because he, here's the thing. If you remember how they ended last season. Yep. Yep. They ended they ended last season with a chip on that shoulder. And and Debo, we we all stood here we all sat here right right after the right right after that game uh that final Detroit game. And we said, man, every I I I really wish Boss Hog would call it at some point in time, so he can verify this. But we all sat here and we said, man, they about to be a problem. Yep, yep. 
and 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 look, I, I'm not going to break my arm, patted myself on the back because I wasn't the only one that said this. I might have been the first, but I wasn't the only one. What was it? Three years ago when they hired Dan Campbell, I said, "Get!" Yeah, I said that was a that was a great hire. I said, "Give him three years." Where look at where we're at. Three years later, Detroit is in the playoffs. Detroit won a playoff game. Okay, and I'll and I'll be completely honest with you, man. Detroit, Detroit ain't going. To, Detroit is not going anywhere. No, no, they're, don't, they're don't, set don't, up. Don't, 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 think that this is a. This is a one-year thing. No, they're set up no. for the long haul. They're set up for the long haul. Yes, sir. They're there. And, I think and, they said Detroit was the youngest team in the league, them in Green Bay. Uh, two of the youngest. Yeah. I, yeah, something I like believe that. they are. Yeah. So, I mean. Man. Mm-mm. No. Oh, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I, I really do think Dan Campbell is going to be the head coach that brings Detroit their first Super Bowl. And when he does, when he does, this man will only will leave Detroit. Under under his own regard, I will tell you this right now: that front office, if Dan Campbell brings them a Super Bowl, shoot, he he brought them their first playoff win in I don't know how long. That front office ain't going to touch him. That 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 man that man by winning that playoff game just bought him another three to four years, just by that playoff game. Can you imagine if he if and look, folks? I I am a diehard Buccaneer fan. I I I really do hope that Tampa beats Detroit this weekend. But if they don't, folks, I will be rooting. Uh, I will be rooting for the Lions all the way to the Super Bowl. I I I really will, because Dan Campbell has been one of my favorite assistant coaches since he was an uh, since he was an assistant with the Miami Dolphins, and I said he needed a shot at being a head coach. Yeah, and he's got it, uh, man, folks. Like Debo just said, Detroit is going to be set up for the long haul. There, I I don't see them going anywhere. I really don't. But getting back to this past weekend, I have a friend that is a diehard Eagles fan, and I was texting with him through the entire game. 
And he said, man, he said, this is nothing but pathetic. And, and this is what I don't understand. When in the world did Matt Patricia get into Philadelphia? Yeah, that shocked me. I didn't I didn't know he was the defensive coordinator man, what? over there. And and here and here's the thing. This man's supposed to be a defensive genius. And his defense was played like that? Come on, man. Bro. What what uh, what about that little spin move that that running back did? This man just spun. This man just spun all all over that all over that Philadelphia thing when he should have been down. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm glad I'm glad he I'm I'm glad he did it. Like I said, I'm glad I'm I'm glad Tampa Bay won. But man. That that Eagles team, that Eagles team shocked me. I expected it to be much closer than what it was. Now, the other thing I want to get to is, man, look, you know me, Debo. I I like Mike Evans. Uh, man, look, you. Uh, you can't take away with what with what he's done. You you can't. But there were some passes that were thrown to him that he dropped that shouldn't have been dropped. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I mean, well. The way the way I look at it is, let me let me see how I'm gonna, how I'm gonna phrase this. Um, oh shoot! Let me see. Go. Go ahead. You go ahead, cause I, I want to make sure what I get out of say. So you go ahead, and while you while you talking, I'll 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 be trying to figure out, um, you know, my point. How I'm gonna make uh, the point I'm gonna make here. Okay. Well, so what what I, what I saw is is um is is a, is a couple of drop passes by Mike Evans. Yeah. And then if you, if you, man, well, if you if you a top if you a top tier receiver, you can't drop those. You're not really dro- you, you 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 not you're not dropping those passes, especially that it's first one. The first it's one Kate. was a dime. I mean, he couldn't have threw it any better. Man, he couldn't have threw no. that ball any better. And when I saw when I saw the replay, uh. That ball went right through his hands, like through, through the diamond. It yeah. went right through his hands, both his hands. I'm like, you can't. But and that's been his whole career, and and uh, you know, against better teams, that's what's going, that's what's going hurt him, hurt, you know, hurt us, right there. That that play. Well, well, play, you know, or plays I mean, like but, that. 
every, everybody has has their off days and everything like that. And look, uh, I'm not going to get off the helm for missing one pass, but there was two or three passes that were right to him. That uh, they they should have been caught, man. They they should have been caught. Uh, and he wasn't the only one. Kate Austin, look, look, like the Duke. If we drafted him, but he, but they, this man had uh had, had some draw passes too. And look, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to say Baker Mayfield played a perfect game, but man. You you can't you can't say that he that he wasn't delivering the ball right to the bread basket because there were very few plays uh, where where I saw him not uh, not deliver. And you know what? So those draw passes, no, those, those ain't on Baker. But I I will tell you that we are going to need to see that Baker. In Detroit, okay, he he can't he can't have a one good game and then two bad games because there ain't two games there ain't two games left. There's one game. Yeah. Until you until you win, yep. and then the next week it's one game. This 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 is a one game season every week, right up until you get to the Super Bowl. And you know what? Hey, shout out to that offensive line for the most part. They kept they kept Baker up for uh they kept Baker up most of the uh well most of the game. You know, um I I you know, I I don't really have a lot of bad things to say, but man like you like you said this the uh this Detroit game, unless something graciously happens, hey man, Debo, this Detroit game is gonna be like nine and day from that Philadelphia game. And I'm not saying Tampa Bay's gonna lose. Because if Tampa Bay plays mostly like they did last week, they could beat Detroit. They very well could. And if they did and if they do beat Detroit, I I can't say that I'll be surprised. But I can I can guarantee you that that it's a, it's not going to be this uh, this type of display that we saw last weekend. I expect that I expect this score to be very close, and I really do honestly think this is going to be a defensive this is going to be a defensive shootout. So, Antoine Winfield, he's going to have to bring his Pro Bowl caliber uh, play a little across the Davis and Jamel Deep. Because, look, that secondary is going to be tested all game. You don't think Jared Goff is going to come out and throw right out right off the bat? I can't say that he will, but I won't be surprised if he does. Debo, this this is going to be the game that I really think defines our defense. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, man. Um, I would definitely, uh, you know, agree with you on that because my thing is, again, like I said, uh, this first game, you had a lot of it easy. I mean, um, you know, no no bus, so you got, you got to, you know, get there. You got to find you got to find that 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 reason to want to go out there and um you know get after it like again we go back to the eagles uh sloppiness in that game and um you're not going to see that uh in detroit you're probably going to see what you're going to see in detroit is a team that's that's you know they got super bowl aspirations we just we just you know we're around here just happy we're in, and, you know, other teams are thinking Super Bowl. So we got to become one of those other teams. Now, I know that's not going to happen, you know, now or overnight, uh, anything like that, but you just got to have that mentality, man. Just, and, you know, they have it, and the team normally mirrors the image of, of you know, your head coach. And you can see it. Yep. So, uh, my thing here, and again, we'll get into these games, but uh, let's move on to another one because this next game here, uh, you know, we might spend the rest of this show laughing. Was the uh, Packers, Packers in Dallas? We'll, we'll touch on the uh, you know Rams. Man, uh, man, you. Well, we'll you, touch you on. You know what? No, 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 no. I, I ain't gonna hold back. I ain't gonna hold back. I told you also. <laughs> I told you. I told you. I told you. No, no, no. Look, look. Hold on. Let Let me get up on my soapbox. I said, point blank, it don't matter how hot they are in the regular season. They're going to find a way to mess this playoff game up. And what did they do? Man, they they went up in that game and made Jordan Love look like a combination of Brett Favre, Joe Montana, and Aaron Rodgers all rolled up into one. They made man. No, no. You you all keep on getting on this on this bandwagon. Oh, the Cowboys are the hottest team going into the playoffs. Who cares? I don't think they They've was. been the hottest team going into the playoffs for the last fifty years. And what what happened? What what happened every time they? They're the hottest team that go into the uh, playoffs. Man, see. No, they, they choke. Yep. They choke every time. Every time. And and I and I don't know what it is. I, I really don't. I I I I don't have an answer for you. Because on paper they should be they should be up 
they should have rolled over the Packers like they was nothing. And they choked. Yep. Again. <clears throat> yeah, man, they did. And, um, you know, I'm watching the game. You know, I'm watching the game, and, and I, I see <laughs> – I see what's, I see what's uh, happening in front of us, and I'm like, um, not again. Like you know, they went down, opening drive, they went down, they scored. I was like, okay, you know, good now. People need to realize, uh, before the game, before this Dallas Green Bay game, I don't this. You know, people make they make predictions, but they don't they don't pay attention. So before this game, Packers came into the playoffs uh, on a three game winning streak, and they had to win to get in. So they've been in playoff mode the last month of the season. And they got healthy. They got healthy right after we played them. Right, right after the Bucks played them. Yep. They got healthy. They didn't have Jones. Yep. Some of we, they, no, yeah. We 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 looked out. Yeah. Some we of they got when we played them. They didn't have Jones. Um, what's the speed receiver they have that they drafted last year? Uh what's? I always forget his name. Jordan, is it Jordan something? Jordan? Hold on. I guess I'm going to have to click on here and look at it now since uh, where's uh, oh, shoot. Never mind. Here it is. Um, what's this guy named? Because he, he, every year he gets, every year he hurts his hamstring or something happens and he ends up, Christian, Christian Watson. Watson, that's his name. He wasn't healthy. You know, uh, I think Dobbs was healthy that game. Uh, but they've, because of Watson being out, they've had to lean on some other guys. So Dobbs had a chance to come, you know, become the receiver he has become for the package because of Watson not being in the lineup. And they got a young kid on on the team who was their leading receiver uh, for the season, and um, that was J- Jaden Reed, number 11. And, um, geez, why I keep why does it keep going back? I want to look at full team stats. There we go. Jeez. All right, so Jaden Reed, um, postseason stats. Man, I don't want no postseason stats. I want the regular season. All right, so here we go. Uh, Jaden Reed finished the season as the Packers' leading receiver with 64 receptions. Mm-hmm. Romeo Dobbs is the other receiver. He played all 17 games. He was their second leading receiver. Uh, Dontavian Wicks was their third leading receiver. Um, Christian Watson, he's the best receiver they got. 
He's been hurt. He only played half the season, nine games. He had 28 receptions for four, four, 422 yards, five touchdowns. And that dude is a serious threat. So when the Bucks played him, he wasn't there. I think um, a couple other guys, you know, Musgrave, the tight end, I don't think he played that game. Aaron Jones was out, out that game. They did have A.J. Dillon, but um, they weren't healthy. They weren't healthy, and we caught them at the right time, even on the defense side of the ball. They had a lot of – you know, they had some guys out in their secondary. So, um, you know, we caught them at the right time. But right after we played them was when they went on the three, they went on the three game winning streak and they was lighting up the scoreboard. 33, 33 points on Carolina. Now, Carolina had a top ranked defense this year. Yeah, they was terrible. The offense was terrible. They, they did? Oh, yeah. Carolina, what? yes, bro. Carolina, listen. I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna tell you right now. I'm finna tell you right now. Carolina defense. Carolina defense. Um, their defense. Why is it giving me postseason, Carolina? Oh my gosh, bro. They're not even in the postseason. So why when I click full team stats on Carolina page, it gives me, it takes me to the postseason. That's retarded. That's stupid. All right, let me go to the regular season. All right, so uh, Carolina defense in the regular season finished fourth. Man, really? Yes. Fourth, fourth in yards, obviously because the offense is trash. You know the points. The points are not going to be there. But they, as a team, only they didn't even give up 300 yards per game. Man. Yeah. Who, who, who was their defensive coordinator? Oh, that I don't know. Um, but because because who, whoever he is? The, the next head coach just needs to be like, uh, man, dude, don't don't even worry about it. You got a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they were um, passing, passing. They were third in the NFL, bro. That that is crazy, man. Stephen, hold on, William. When I read you this, when I read you this, you gonna understand why. That last game of the season, we only scored nine points on the Panthers. All right, they're passing defense. This is this is yards per. This is total yards passing in the whole season. With as bad as that offense was for Carolina, they gave up twenty nine hundred yards passing. Wait, twenty twenty nine. Twenty nine hundred. What? 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 All season? All season. See here. I'm a. I'm a oh, hold, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Twenty 
And, and they and they play. They played seventeen games now, right? Yeah, seventeen games. Seventeen games. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Devo, uh, do you got your glasses on? Are you sure you're reading that right? No, I'm looking at it. Whatever you tell me, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Man, Debo, you you're talking about a hundred. You're talking about an average of a hundred and seventy-one yards a game. Yeah, yeah. Man, man, hold hold up. I need to see who the defense coordinator is. Hold hold on. Yep. So, uh, twenty twenty nine hundred yards. They only gave up on average a hundred seventeen yards passing per game. Passing now rushing. There was a little bit lower. It was a, they were a little bit lower on the rushing side. But again, that is understandable when you're always down. Uh, man, man, I ain't even got a. Pro- Try to pronounce his name because uh, because I I don't want to uh, I don't want to offend this man. He uh, but his last name is spelled E V E R O E V E Evro Evro. Yeah, and his first name is E J. I R O. Yeah. Jaro Emperor? I don't know who that guy is. I've never heard of him. He, 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 he's the defense coordinator for the Panthers. All right. So this is his first. This is his first year. He's going to be in the head coaching consideration here, uh, pretty soon. He does. If he does that again, <laughs> if he does that again, man, man, man he's going to be a hot candidate. Uh, and I don't see Man. why they will fall off if they if Carolina listen, Carolina had one of the worst offenses in the league. So just think well, about oh, how yeah. how long that defense was on the field, and to be okay. to be able but, to hold up like that. No, you went a whole season and you didn't you didn't even give up five thousand yards. As a team, man, look. If whoever the new head coach of the Panthers is comes in, right, they better and he keep cleans him. house, and he cleans house, and he lets this man walk out the door. I, I hope that some team has people that that sit here and do what we just did. Looking at stats because if they do, he he won't he will not be on the market for long. If if I'm Carolina, whoever the new coach is, when he comes in, I'm telling them he's not going anywhere. So 
you figure it out. But he is gonna be your defensive coordinator. But when they when Man. they when they break down whoever the coach is, when they come in and they they break down his defense and they see what they did this year, he ain't going nowhere anyway. He he's not. There's no way. There's no way. Man, 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 look. If he does go somewhere, so somebody better be calling calling Todd Bowles and, oh, yeah. and better be like, look. You're not calling defense no more, brother. Yeah, uh, we 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 got we got you somebody. Look, but yeah, hey man, look. We we understand, look, you you do you doing good, you doing great and all that, but we just got you a little more help. Yep. Yeah, man, this crazy, bro. I didn't know. Now I knew man, when I, we played Carolina, they mentioned that they had a they had a top five defense. They they mentioned that, but <coughs> I didn't never look and see like the the numbers. Now we we watched Carolina all year long. We know how bad they was. They in our division. But 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 here here's the thing with that. And 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 this is a, this is where inconsistency comes into play. And man, I thought we were bad with head coaches. This makes the second year. Carolina looking for a head coach. Carolina has hired their has hired a head coach. Well, one year one year in, halfway through the season. You you know why, right? You know why Carol? This is this is happening in Carolina because they have because they have their guy. Their owners, their owners are freaking nutcase. Yeah, they had, they had their guy last season that was filling in as an interim coach that got yes, them. Sir. That yes, got them sir. playing. And we, and we all sat here on the show. We all sat here on the show, and we said, "You better this sign man him. Needs to be the head Give coach. Him job. His Steve name is Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. They had him." And he wanted the job. He's from the area. He wanted that job. He wanted that Carolina Panthers head coaching job. And these owners, and or you know who whoever was in charge with the owners of finding the head Trapper. coach, thought uh, Trapper, the owner, made the call. Okay, so you 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 can fix the problem, and you can go and call Steve Wills back. No, 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 no! You can't fix the problem because Steve Wilkes is not going to come back as long as Trapper is the owner. That no, Debo, you oh, you they, got to you I, got to you got to understand something, okay? By doing what he did to Frank Wright, Trapper just made the Carolina job an undesirable, toxic job. Yeah, I mean, first year coach. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, it, it Debo, you can't. How, how many, how many high profile candidates have had the Panthers interviewed? I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. None. None. Hey, maybe they'll surprise hey, us and sign Bill Belichick. But for what? So he could turn them around, man. I don't know. Man, 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 come, man, come on. Bill Belichick is not going to go from a Robert Kraft that that understood, that understands 
the process of building a dynasty to trigger Happy Trapper. You right. You right. So, yeah, I mean... Man, Bill, Bill Belichick going to look at that man and laugh at his face. Yeah, because Bill, you know, Bill is going to want to have some type of... Uh... Bill Belichick's going to want complete control. Trapper ain't going to give that up. Trapper is a Jerry Jones without the football knowledge. I'm telling you this right now. Until until Trapper is not the owner anymore, I don't see them getting good quality candidates for head coach because they are going to be too scared that they're going to get fired halfway through the season. Trapper screwed up and just made a cardinal, made a huge mistake when it comes to his franchise. Like I said, you're not going to get no Bill Belichick. You're not going to get a Jim Harbaugh. You're not going to get an Antonio Pierce. And we'll we'll get we'll get we'll get to that in a minute because I got some stuff to say. Yeah, yeah, we will touch. We will touch on the the Pierce situation as well. Yeah, but let's uh, let's continue on with our okay thing here. Bro. No, My, no, uh, we was well, on the Detroit. This is all. This is all I'm gonna say. Trapper, you screwed up. Yep. You need to sell the but you need to sell the majority of the Carolina Panthers to somebody else. You can you can keep uh minority stake, whatever. I mean, you're not a you're not a completely horrible guy. You you just you're trigger happy. Yeah. That's your new nickname, trigger happy trapper. Yep. So uh we were talking about the Detroit Bucks game and my last point on this game would be this, because I want to get into um you know some of the other matchups here. But as a Bucks fan, my point I was gonna make was as a Bucks fan that watch that game, and this is the, this all stemmed from William talking about how sloppy, how sloppy the Eagles were. Um, they were the Eagles is not what you gonna typically see from a playoff team. Um, they're not. It's definitely not what we gonna see out of Detroit playing at home. Um. That team has taken the mentality of their head coach on both sides of the ball. He's aggressive on offense. He's aggressive on defense. They they lock they, you know that that team is going. They're going to come ready to play, and there there were some points in that Philadelphia game where I was like, dude. They letting this team hang around. They're gonna mess around and, and lose this game if they don't score a couple more uh touchdowns. Because there was a point from after the first quarter till about the end of the third quarter where we didn't do anything. And the Eagles scored a touchdown. Um brought the game within a touchdown. And from there, 
we weren't we weren't moving the ball, we weren't getting any points, and the score just stayed the same for about two quarters. And I'm like, come on, man. Like this team, they ain't even they they shouldn't even be in the playoffs as bad as they look. And we let we're letting them hang around and this game should be over with. And then they ended up scoring a couple of touchdowns late. But yep. again, those touchdowns came from how atrocious the Eagles were on defense, especially tackle. So yeah. the tackling was like preseason level. I don't know. No, no. no. See, now, now you're now you're insulting. You're you're insulting a lot of those uh, roster players that were that were fighting for a spot. Don't don't do that. It was, so it was worse than the preseason. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. I mean, it was bad. It yes, was bad. Sir. It was bad. Because, because because here here's the thing, and I say this every year. I don't watch the preseason for the starters. You I watch. watch the preseason for the guys trying to make the team. Yeah. Because here's the thing. For a lot of those guys, those three games, that's their season. Yep. Okay, they are fighting tooth and nail to, to even get on that practice squad. Because if you're on a practice squad, then you have a you got you got a little bit of a shot. Got a little bit of a shot of making the team. <clears throat> yep. And and they're and they're out there. They're trying to home in and make the tackles. May uh you know do as do as good as they can. I didn't see that. Didn't see that one bit during that Eagles game. I saw missed tackles. I saw halfway tackles. I'll bring this back up. That run that that running back did where they spun him around. And he did this little freaking ballerina uh, hand, uh, hand, uh, hand on the ground and like feet up in the air, twist, and everything like that made it look like a made it look like a video game. Yeah, you you had you had this man dead to rights, and he somehow got out of it, and it wasn't just him. That uh, that receiver who who was at number ten, I believe. I, who was it? Ten or twelve, something like that. Um, so no, um, twelve for. Man, I can't remember what his what his name was, but he 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 caught he caught a couple of plays. And everything like that. One of them, he uh, he ran in for a touchdown. Oh, oh, uh, I don't know his name because he's uh, he just kind of came he, out of nowhere. He's a rookie. No, they say that guy. That guy actually been been around the league, man. He's not a he's not a rookie. Really? Nope. I thought not. he was a rookie. I thought he was too, but okay, but, but, yeah, but you but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, it's um what is his name? Um uh, third down and- Hold on. This is him right here. Um Jeez, what? Um T D T D Kiss Gallery. 
TD, Palmer, TD, David, David Moore. Yeah, that's his name, David Moore. And uh, two receptions, six assists. He was drafted in 2017, uh, Seattle. So he's been in the league for seven, seven seasons. Yeah, seven, seven years. And um, not really much uh, production in those years. Let me see what he did. David Moore. David Moore. So he played David Moore. 16 games, 16, 14, 16. He played two games last year for the Broncos. And oh, uh, no, 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 I'm no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not David Moore. His name is Trey Palmer. Oh yeah, he's the rookie. Yeah, he's the rookie. Trey yeah. Palmer's the rookie, yeah. Okay. But like I said, this, this man was was out there looking like Jerry Rice. Yeah, his touchdown was, uh, you know, good for us, but that's really not going to happen. That type of tackling won't happen this week. So, no, no, we 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 had a good Uh, game, thirty-two to nine. The score looks great, but um, we got a temper. You know, it's it's good to be excited. You know the buck the Buccaneers are advancing to the second round of the playoffs. We got another week of football, but um, don't take anything we did out of this Eagles game from an offensive standpoint and think that it's going to be that easy against Detroit. But oh, okay, just, so so I, I'm going to disagree with you. To a point. Well, I mean, the last time we played Detroit, we scored six points, and Baker Mayfield threw for barely 200 yards and threw uh, one interception and no touchdowns. Right. So it wasn't but, e- it wasn't easy. But what what I'm about to say is, and it does re- pertain to Baker, if we get that Baker this Sunday, we'll have a chance. Yeah, because but, like you, like you even said yourself, Baker was putting those passes right into the breadbasket. Yeah, he was. He was, and and like I, yeah, okay. I agree with you that. But here's here's my point. I'm gonna make with that part of that was why he how why he was throwing the ball the way he was <laughs> in the game that he had was due to the the the. The inability of the Philadelphia defense to do anything. Like we've we've known Philadelphia through the years. We've played them a lot. As Bucks fans, we know what they we know their MO. They usually have a, a fierce pass rush. Usually. You yep. know, they get after it, they got a you know uh you know rotation, eight man rotation on the defensive line. They keep them fresh. They get after you. Well, we didn't see none of that last game. I mean, Baker Mayfield took some sacks, but it was more or less him holding the ball too long opposed to him not having time. So he was really, he was really, um, you know, clean the whole day. And 
Well, you know, and, and this is something I will make a comment on. To be completely honest with you, a lot, a lot of those sacks, I'm happy he took them and didn't make well, make the bonehead throw decisions. or just throw it away. Just throw it away. All, all these quarterbacks got a clock in their head. You know, okay, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Shoot, I'm still standing. I need to be. I need to be looking for my outlet, or I need to be trying to get this ball out of my hands because I'm not gonna be standing back here for too much longer. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do that. So he, you know, I'm glad he's taking the sacks and not throwing interceptions. That's good. But yeah, against against better teams, and this is the point I'm making. Uh, between the, the difference of Philadelphia defense opposed to Detroit's defense. Because Detroit with Aiden Hutchinson, them boys, they bringing heat with a four-man man. rush. They bringing heat with man, a four-man Aiden rush. Aiden Hutchinson is a freak of nature. And he's not playing. The way that that man moves, he shouldn't be able to move like that. But they, they even dropping back in the coverage. I didn't even know that until – you know, uh, a couple times in the last game, they were dropping him off the line. I'm like, yeah, they're dropping this dude off the line. He's he's like six yeah, foot six. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. They got they dropped him back to where he was almost a nickel. Yeah, yeah. They 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 had a, they had a nickel they had a nickel D back without having to put a nickel D back out there. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, the, my only point is, you know, uh, the team we face in the Eagles from a defensive standpoint, it's going to be like night and day opposed to what we're going to see on the field um, against Detroit, in Detroit. They're, they're, playing, well, they're playing on momentum. They're playing on the energy. uh the stadium going to be electric and I just want people to understand, you know, this ain't me, you know, being a Debbie Downer, but we already played them at home yep. and they stomped us. Yep. So yep. I understand it's the playoffs, but don't think, no, no. you know, a lot of people think because what the way we looked against the Eagles, and, and I heard, you know, I listened to a lot of, you know, people on the radio, uh, you know, in the media talking about, you know, the Bucks and, you know, almost like, uh, you know, gassing us up a little bit. And I'm like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, this is great. But because, listen, like you said, William, watching, watching that game, watching that game, I was – I couldn't believe what I was seeing from the Eagles' defense. No. No, and you know what? And like I said, my buddy, who's a diehard Eagles fan, I was texting with him that entire game, and even he goes, man, he goes, this, this, this is pathetic. Oh, they, they, they quit. It was like, you know – I don't know. I'm, I don't follow the Eagles like that. I played sports. I've been part of a locker room. I've been in the locker room. 
I know what goes on in the locker room. The Eagles was playing. They were ten. They were ten and one. They were ten and one. I think well, it is. Was it ten? Ten well, and one. Yeah. They were okay. Yeah, they were ten and one. They ended the mm-hmm. season on a five five game losing streak. Well, actually, no. Yep. They won. They won six. They lost five out of six. Yep. They lost five out of six. They beat the Giants. Yep. And um, I don't know. Up until that point, if you you look at the first. Well, I I will tell you this. My buddy seems to think that Nick Sirianni has lost the locker room. I was just finna say that. And that's that's what I've been saying, dude. That's what I've been I say something happened man. in that locker room and the players gave up on this man because you got Well the to me the Jason Kelsey walk after the game set it off. Yeah, he retired. He retired right after I mean he didn't Man, man, you man, no, you saw you saw the look on his face. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and when you look at the first, you know, twelve games of the season, they beat the Patriots twenty five twenty, beat the Vikings thirty four twenty eight, uh, the Eagles, you know, they beat us twenty five to eleven, uh, beat Washington thirty four thirty one, beat the Rams twenty three fourteen, lost to the Jets, beat the Dolphins thirty one seventeen. Beat the Commanders 38-31. They beat the Cowboys 28-23. Beat the Chiefs 21-17. Yep. Beat the Bills 37-34. I don't know what happened after that Bills game. They lost to the 49ers 41-19. Lost to the Cowboys 33-13. Lost to the Seahawks 2017. Beat the Giants. Lost to Arizona 35-31, and then turned around and lost mm-hmm. 27 to 10 to the to the Giants. So well, so no, go go ahead, Debo. Uh something happened in that locker room, and I kept saying it, something happened in that locker room. Because you don't see you don't see a team take that drastic of a turn and go from beating beating the top teams in the league in consecutive weeks and then just falling off the face of the – just falling off the cliff. Just falling off the cliff and look nothing like – nothing like they was was looking just weeks ago. Well, the thing is is that uh, a lot um, – there there was a lot of talk that – uh, that AJ Brown has I, become. I heard that a problem. Yep, I heard that has become a problem uh, up in the locker room and everything like that. And what it sounded like is it, it's honestly he's a diva. Just he's a diva because he was complaining about him. You know, uh, not well, being well, at, well, what involved. Well, what it sounded like is a beat. Yeah. Him not being involved in the offense, but you winning. You 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 were winning basketball games, and you're complaining about your touches, but 
the quarterback just throwing to the open guy. Uh huh. So, I mean, I can see that. Like when I read that, I said, "Okay, this this is making this is making sense because you know, let's see, AJ Brown because you had Swift, who who's a young running back. He ran for a thousand yards. Um, Brown Brown caught a hundred and six passes for fourteen hundred yards, and and he was still complaining." About about his touches, you had you had Devontae Smith who caught eighty one passes for a thousand yards. Dallas Goddard, Goddard, one of the one of the better tight ends in the league, he caught almost sixty balls. So it's like, bro, is he he's spreading the ball around? Uh huh. You know, but but the thing is, is that where is that now? When when you when you have when you have a guy that has talent. And that talent starts going to his head, and and he makes, and he starts making, uh, making demands that oh I I need I need uh this many catchers and stuff like that, and and all that man that it that that's a, that's a, that's not how you play. No, nope, no. Okay, and yeah, and like I said, um, look, even even with even with the Eagles making the playoffs, uh, rest assured. That Nick Sirianni is in, is in panic mode. Yeah, because because look, don't care if he made the playoffs this year. This man is on the hot seat. Yep. And you know what? First couple games of next season. Uh, if if this situation does not improve, he'll be gone. Don't don't think just because you make the playoffs that you're safe. Because what we saw, no. Like that, no. Nick Sirianni, rest assured, is in panic mode because he is on the hot seat, and he will be on the hot seat all the way through next year. And you know what? If he ends next year like he did this year. I don't care if he makes the playoffs or not. He'll be fired then, too. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, so I, I just think, uh, you know, that Eagles, that the, the Eagles game isn't what we're going to see, you know, in the uh, game this coming week against the Detroit Lions. It's a totally different game and I want people to be mm-hmm. I want people to be prepared because some of the stuff that worked against the Eagles not gonna work against Detroit. We're gonna struggle. We're gonna struggle a little bit. Detroit offensively, they're gonna press us on defense. They're gonna put some press they're gonna make us defend. And you know, the, the Lions throw the ball on everybody. 
They throw the ball on everybody. It don't matter who who it is. So we just got to be ready and prepared and know that, you know, yeah, we won last week, but uh, in order to win this week, we got to be a lot better uh, than, you know, what we showed against the Eagles. Even though we won 32-9, to um, it didn't feel like that for a, a very long time uh, of the game. So nope. uh, that, that's there that. But let's go and move on to some more of these uh, these uh, these matchups here. So okay. Uh, shoot, lost it again. Hold on. Playoffs. There we go. Don't help me do nothing. Um, got into the Bucks Lions, uh, Packers, San Francisco, um, Houston, Baltimore, and then you got Kansas City, Buffalo. So, few things, few things. I'm gonna run through them quickly because we're running out of time here. Uh, and then you know I get William the floor; he can say what he got to say as well. Okay, so the AFC. Uh, games. Uh, looking forward to the Baltimore Texans game. I think that's going to be a good game uh, with the two quarterbacks. Uh, Stroud, you know, playing the way he's playing. I think it's going to be, you know, uh, one to watch. Uh, Houston is very good. Uh, they've shown us all season that they're very good. They got a rookie quarterback that is very good. And they got a team that's coached by first-year coach D'Amico Ryans that is very good. Uh, he should be coach of the year. Uh, if he don't win it, something's wrong. And uh, but this Baltimore game, that's going to be a tight game for them. And I think uh, Baltimore will probably eventually pull the game out. But it's, it's going to be hard, you know, hard for them. Um, going into Baltimore, and it's cold. It's gonna be freezing cold. Uh, so that's another that's you know the elements that they gotta you know play in. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yep, the next AFC game is the Bills and Chiefs. And I'm gonna just say this about this game. Eventually. One of these years, these two teams facing the playoffs, Patrick Mahomes going home. Uh, well, it very well could be this year. I hope it is. Uh, I hope it is. But, um, yeah, so I think that's going to be a great, excellent game. It always is, whether they're playing in Kansas City or now this season they're in Buffalo. Um, it's a high quality, you know, matchup. Uh, a lot of, you know, bad blood with the two being in, you know, in similar situations with young quarterbacks and things like that. Um, you know, will be that that game will be another one that I'll be I'll be watching. And then you have the Packers in San Francisco. 
I'm going to give the Packers a chance at this game. But if San Francisco comes out and the, the, the train gets moving early, uh, this thing is over with quickly. So, yeah, it just it's, it'll be over with quickly. I'll just throw in the towel. If I was them, I'll just throw in the towel. Uh, so, that is that. Uh, William, you got anything to say on those games? Um, well, no. Um, I, I mean, pretty much everything you said I agree with. Um, uh, yeah, I, I really don't have anything to uh, add. You, you, you hit everything right on the head. Well, all right then. With that being said, uh, we're at the we're you know we're we're at the end here, man. So uh, we're gonna peel out, and uh, hopefully we can get a you know Saturday morning, um, Saturday early afternoon before the games get going. We can get a little bit of a you know early morning, uh, yeah, you know pregame or however you want to call it type of uh you know conversation going this it will be a facebook uh video uh not on the air as far as on the radio on the radio station but you will be able to find us on uh you know you'll be able to find us on facebook so that's what we're gonna do with that so just make sure you're in the group. Uh, make sure you like the like page as well. And we get, you know, just kind of get out there a little bit. And uh, we'll see what's up. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, with that being said, again, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we didn't touch the NBA tonight. But we had a lot of football we had to cover in a short amount of time. So uh, we'll be sure to touch on the NBA next week. Hopefully we'll have uh, Nicholas Lane back and he can give us a little bit of lowdown on, you know, what it, what he's what he's doing. But um, with that being said, uh, if you're a fan, I'm going to just say, hold up. Where is it? Okay, so yeah, so we're gonna get out of here, man. Uh appreciate everybody tuning in tonight and hopefully we'll see you on the flip side. Sunday probably Saturday. Saturday, early afternoon, somewhere around there. Um before this show uh game start will you know get something going but um with that being said ladies and gentlemen we out of here for this week uh you'll be able to catch our podcast uh tomorrow i have them posted up on the podcast site and you can go there and download them or just send the link out to uh, whoever you want. So with that being said, 
We're really going this time, man. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, appreciate my man, William Graves, always coming through. And uh, you, you can find me in the Rap Passport Show group. Just make sure you tag me. All right? I'm going to see y'all this weekend. And uh, everybody take care. We out of here, man. This is Rap Passport Show signing out. Peace.